Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Freemason Podcast Nation. We're just getting ready to start our show in a little bit. Thank you for joining in and signing on early. And uh, I promise it'll probably... Oh, yeah. Would you like a brain grenade? Of course I would. We're uh, planning on a very fun and eventful evening and some good conversation. Um, So stick with us. We will... It's going to be one of those nights. Those of you that have been with us for a while know that when we say eh, it's going to be one of those nights. It's going to be a Buffalo Trace night. <laughs> that's a that's a Glendalo night, which is even better than Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace night, go back to episode 15 or 16 and you'll get to hear what a Buffalo right. Trace uh, episode looks oh, like. Oh, hold on. i got to switch the screen. Keep talking, Joe. Yeah, all right. So uh, we're going to switch the screen here. Uh, you, we're going to go. I'm going to. Maybe I'll sing a little bit. You want me to sing a little bit? How's that chair doing? This chair is fine. It's just a little, you know, it's probably could use some tightening. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little Whitney Houston Teddy uh, Pendergrass here. If uh, You're not starting that shit, are you? What? You told me to kill time. I'm killing time. All right. We're, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Oh, what do you mean? I was getting ready to get started. <laughs> it's a nice duet. You want to be Whitney or Teddy? You want to be Whitney or Teddy? I don't want to be either one. You got to be one of them. No. Teddy Pendergrass, God rest his soul. Whitney Houston, not so much. <laughs> what? I can't say that? Uh, he, you clearly are on your shit. Awesome. All right. It's ready? I'm ready. Wait. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, right, Worshipful Brother George Marjorie. Worshipful Brother Joe. We are doing episode one, uh, one, Jesus Christ, 204. Yeah. Lodge slash brotherly competition. And as you can see, uh, Worshipful Brother Ken is not here. He is here. You just can't see him because he's transparent. Oh, that's true. It's the lighting. (laughs) It's just the lighting. No, he's actually got a Master Mason degree at his mother lodge this evening, so... uh, He's there making uh, making master masons, and we're here holding down the fort and uh, going to have some fun tonight. PSK Auto, greetings from Pittsburgh, brothers. PSK, what's going on? PSK, I'm actually going to be out in that area very soon. So. Sorry, I haven't gotten in touch, George. My wedding is this Saturday. Life has been so crazy. Yes, we're supposed to do an interview for his table lodge. Um, oh, okay. Yep, I did not forget about it. Um, right, worship brother Josh Mantello. How long before this goes off the rails, my brother? 
it's already off the rails. <laughs> it's already there. We started. We're uh, going off the rails on the crazy train. We started off on at Jimmy's going off the rails. So. Daniel Valdez, give it twenty minutes. You are way giving us too much credit on that. <laughs> Charles Bauer, howdy from Texas. Josh Rantello, wow, you're optimistic. Must be going uh, responding. Better to be an op- optimistic than a pessimist. Uh, than a pessimistic, because it wouldn't work anyway. Right, and as my father always said, better to be pissed off than pissed on. I didn't hear any of that. All I heard is, get in here, you little bastard. Which, by the way. Na- I thought my name was son of a bitch for the longest time. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a Native American name of the. Uh, <laughs> that was an old Cosby skit. Son of a bitch. That's, uh, yeah, Cosby. He really said, he's like, he, him and his brother always thought that their names were goddamn it, son of a b- <laughs> my brother often said he was going to start a... I uh, mean, that was prior roofies, but whatever. Moving Italian on. clothing company called Sonoma Beach. Uh, PSK Sonoma Auto, Beach. Uh, his wedding day is uh, Saturday. So uh, congratulations on getting married and also my condolences. Congrats. Anyway, uh, this episode is going to be talking about brotherly competition and or rivalries. Uh, but first... Um, I do have a couple oh. things on YouTube. And let me see um, if I can. Let me see if I can pull up. An, I no, I still can't pull up anything. Uh, hey, laughs, uh, laughs on Zuckerberger this week, huh? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I joined guy, Facebook huh? again. Next yeah. thing you know, it crashes and he gets a whistleblower. Yeah. I didn't have anything to do with it. No, of course you didn't. Aurelio Rodriguez. Uh, let's see here. What else have I got? Eddie... Pandas, Eddie Pandas. All right, like the like the bear. I don't know. It just sounded cool. Like I don't know. He Eddie should be Pandas, of- like Joey Rhinos. <laughs> Is Eddie Pandas. Sound like he should be part of fucking Van Halen or something. Catil Oslin. Uh, Georgie Marmosets. <laughs> Those are the little monkeys. Just so you know. George King. Uh, and that's all I got. So uh, thank you for those on YouTube who subscribe to us. We appreciate it. Like, subscribe, and share our shenanigans, if you will. Yeah, and they're they're quite good shenanigans. They are quite good shenanigans. It's uh, funny how many comments I've gotten. I swear to God, if you say shenanigans one more time, I'm going to pistol whip you. Hey, Farva, what was that place that you liked uh, with all the goofy shit on the walls? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Oh... Wrong with you? You can't do this. Sure, I can. It's like uh, I feel like we're in uh, blazing saddles. Excuse me while I whip this out. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? It's a family show. Uh, is it though? Is it? It's really not. If Whoa. you're if you're watching Whoa. with family right the now, the ghost turned the other lights on. No, Kenny showed up. <laughs> Kenny just walked in. Hi, Kenny. Oh shit. Uh, Ken is on a master reason degree, but yeah, this is already off. He's the like a, the rail. John Cena of the podcast. You uh, can't, can't see me. Uh, we just had our Lodge versus Lodge bowling night. It was a good time. Yeah. I want pugil sticks. Pugil sticks? Yes. yes. Lodge really? versus Lodge. Pugil sticks. On, like, up, like American Gladiator style up on a pedestal. That would be Boom. cool. Wow. Why are all the lights just randomly kicking on at random times? Or Ken's legs. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's better. I, I like that idea, the pugil sticks. Yeah. It, because, That's I mean. Proper headgear and protective equipment. If it was a chili cook-off, you already lost. Oh, you son That's, of a. That's okay. 
but that's none of my business. One of these days, you ever see that old? Uh, <laughs> what a leader of you cola. You ever see that old? Um, it was on like during Bugs Bunny and, and those, but it wasn't Bugs Bunny. It had to. It was the bulldog and the cat, and the bulldog was like a big bully. And at the end, they like they load him up with gravy. And like in this time. <laughs> didn't forget the gravy, and they they like feed the bulldog until he's about to explode, and they stick a freaking funnel in his mouth and start pouring gravy down it because he was a bully. That's gonna that's what I'm gonna do to you with the chili. Uh, and this time, <laughs> I didn't forget the chili. It's gonna happen to you. When's the Danny versus George boxing competition? Uh, I don't think that's gonna happen. That's gonna I be mean, on Danny. I it's mean, gonna be on Danny. He had some eye surgery. I wish him the best, but I don't want to pop an eye out. I say, it reminds me of the uh, expression like a, a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest, but slightly different. <laughs> slightly different. I'll just stay to his left side the entire time. Go southpaw on him. <laughs> I'm a southpaw. I fight southpaw. Actually, I, I can, I'm an ambidextrous fighter. See, I'm short. I'm an ankle biter. I'm just, <laughs> You get a lot of low blows. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, uh, I already covered the YouTube. Oh, we had an Apple. Let me try that. Let me do Apple. Let me do Apple. Let me do Apple. It was actually on a, uh, it was a Canadian who uh, who liked us. And I have to find it oh, because okay. Apple's kind of funny. Oh, Apple's funny. For whatever reason, it doesn't show other countries. Oh, here we go. Oh, wow. We got a bunch. Hold on. Let's see okay, here. Okay. Come on. Come on. Uh, great. Five-star review. Irishman, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Think he's Irish? Uh, it's what he says. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, his yeah. name is Irishman. Okay. I am an MM from Virginia, and I just started listening. I love the that format. Is not an Irish. I don't know. Accent. I'm trying. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Read it like you're fucking lucky. Oh, All right. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Like you're lucky from Lucky Charms. Uh, hey, I am from whoever Virginia. Whoever thought that I'd be the first just one to drop started listening. <laughs> I love the format and information so far. Ten episodes in. Oof. They got some got a long to go. way oh, to go. It's got a long way to go. Uh, but uh, thank you for the five-star review. And the other one, informative and understanding. In understanding. Are we understanding? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, we're pretty Yeah, yeah we're informative. <laughs> some more than others. but yeah. <laughs> uh, Bad habit. Uh, habit. Which a H-A-B-B-I-T. You've got Hobbit on the mind. <laughs> Shut <laughs> off. <laughs> 63 in the uh, five-star review hello from ohio i've been listening for a little while since i joined freemasonry back in january of 2021 absolutely love the podcast Shout out to ohio hell yeah uh absolutely love this podcast and is one of, and is the only one i'm excited to see in the notifications about being new episodes being a truck driver and traveling all the time here here, here you go here's to a driver we're going to talk about my little truck driving experience today in a little bit yes we will um being a truck driver and traveling all the time really makes me appreciate you guys bringing up subjects or ideas to talk about that people wouldn't think of. I try. We do pick some topics that are pretty well out there. Yeah. I mean, the last one we did was the, what, the the Civil War one? We've done, it's a thought. We've done some apocalyptic things. Apocalyptic we've things. Done we did some, uh, uh, Robo Masons. We've done uh, yeah, we've, aliens. We've done a lot of stuff. We've done a lot of stuff. Sometimes you got to think outside out the box. What are you going to talk about? King Hiram all the time? Or, right. Yeah, I mean... You're not going to get that on other podcasts. <laughs> you can gather. I'll take a. I'll, I'll take a. I'll take an assist on that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, right. You can take any other podcast, gather them around the table, and you won't get that kind of. I content. just want to say, uh, we were down at Jimmy's before because you were hung, hangry, hangry. No, I'm good. You were hangry. No, I'm not hangry. I was. Hang- I was a little bit hungry. Yeah. Yeah, hangry. Yeah. Okay. Well, go. So hangry. you get to a point where you're hungry and you're hangry. So yeah. you're hangry. I was hangry. Um. 
But uh, we had a couple before, and this is usually dangerous territory for me. <laughs> we'll be good. Uh, being a truck driver, I'm we traveling. Literally, like, just for the record, so people don't think we're downstairs getting smashed. We literally no. had a couple. We had like, two we had, beers and a shot, I think. Why don't you have to admit the shot? What's wrong with you? Just follow my lead from here out. All right, fine. Uh, uh, and he's talking about the, uh, really appreciate uh, you bringing up subjects or ideas that people wouldn't think of. Definitely recommending you to a lot of brothers I've met in the road. Hey, thank you very much. I ask for a toast to you three, and you can include Puppet George now. Oh. F him. He's a... <laughs> We're still talking about the puppet, or are we talking about Ken? Oh, no, he was saying uh, he wants. To, I asked for a toast to oh, you okay. three, and, and you can include okay. Puppet George. <laughs> I hate that freaking puppet. <laughs> that damn concept. That uh, came who came up with that? You did. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's my show. You brought that crap into I this. I just wanted to hear you say it. <laughs> you brought that crap into the into the podcast thing. Crap! The man has interviewed people from all over the world, <laughs> from Holland. From across the pond uh, to uh, to uh, our friend Carl and the Widow Sons, who literally gave us one word answers during the uh... worst interview ever. <laughs> anyway, Joe, let's do uh, toast. Let's toast them. Let's All toast right. the apples and the uh, the um, YouTube likes. All righty, brother, right hand to arm, two arms, ready, ready, aim, aim, fire, good fire, fire all together, brother. Vivat, vivat, vivat. In perfect sync. Yeah. Ish. First clap was a little off. First clap was off because the I glasses grabbed, were perfect. I grabbed the headphone wire. That's why. You're used to grabbing small wires. <laughs> Shouldn't distract. Yeah. So let's talk about truck drivers today. Truck uh, drivers. I got lit up by a Satan seed today. I was uh, driving down the road in my truck, minding my own business, rocking out to trying my. Trying to loosen your load? Trying to. <laughs> Seven women on your mind? I was eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Um, but uh, I'm literally driving down the road, minding my own business, listening to my Gwen Stefani album. And uh, Oh, which yeah. were like Gwen Stefani or No Doubt? The shit was bananas because a fucking B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> a bee flies in the window and, st- and, and attacks my neck for no reason. Like... Listen, douche, I didn't tell you to fly into the window, but lands into the cab and then stabs me in the neck like five times. It still hurts. It's still sore. So here I am taxiing down the road, getting lit up by a bee. So what's the first reaction? Rip your shirt off, right? Because yeah, he's underneath the shirt. shirt. Yeah, you so now I'm shirt off. flying down 91, trying to by not the way, only pull my shirt off. I'm going to tell you a funny story that's similar. Screaming like a little bitch. <laughs> like trying to get the freaking... the the. The, the shirt off because the bee is stabbing me. So now I throw the shirt in the ground. I'm stomping the shit out of the shirt. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's that, that's how my day started. Yeah. Oh, not to mention I also got grabbed by the DOT at a random check. Not that I had anything to worry about, but still, it's just one of those days. Yeah. Yeah. Limp Biscuit. Good song. Charles Bauer. That song is the only way George could spell bananas. <laughs> good job, George. Good Fair job. point. And you know what, Charles? That was a good one. I I appreciate that. So I, I can let's give him a round of applause. I could one up you on the on taking the shirt off story. All right. And I don't know. I I didn't know why I did this at the time. Dude, it's like though driving down the road with your tits out in a truck where everybody could freaking see what's going on. 
wait till my story. Go ahead. But uh, listen, I can tell you, I understood this after speaking to some law enforcement personnel, and apparently it's a more common thing than I knew. Right. I'm flying home from a meeting in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. I ate at the Chili's in the airport. Mm-hmm. Bad idea. Oh. Okay. What I didn't know then that I know now. The gurgle wasn't uh, air. It was not. It was actually a gall, a major gallbladder attack, oh. which is extremely painful. Okay. It's, it's right there because it's gallstones. It's right up there with kidney stones and giving birth. Those suck. Yeah. I well, had kidney stones. Yeah, Let me tell it's you. right there because the, the gallstones get stuck in your bile duct and it's the same freaking thing. Oh. But I didn't know this was happening. And I'm driving home train. from God LaGuardia train. not knowing what the hell. And I am in such massive abdominal pain. I don't know what to do. Right. I pull over at the uh, on the Merritt Parkway. There's a, a mobile station right between Greenwich, Portchester, right. Northbound, right there. Uh-huh. I took off my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I felt like because it felt like I had gotten kicked in the you know what. Right. So the first thing is I need to set them free. You I, have I, to. I need because maybe that'll help. Well, it didn't help. So, <laughs> so I'm driving there. For all I knew, I was having a heart attack. Right. And you hear stories about, hey, this guy like crashed and died on the side of the road, and he wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> and and that was me. But here's what I talked to some buddies that were in law enforcement, and and like first responders and EMT, and maybe um, Devaney can can chime in and and confirm this. But apparently, a lot of people. Like when they're having heart attacks, mm-hmm. they don't know what to do. So, so instinctually, they take their pants off. Really? And they find a lot of people dead without pants on because for some reason it's wired in our psyche. Right. Take your pants off. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know why. But that was almost me. Thankfully, it was a gallbladder attack. I had it taken out like two or three weeks later. Really? But um, it was awful. It was awful. And in my mind, in my worst pain that I've ever had in my entire life, my first thought was, I got to take my pants off. So, I mean, we're doing lodge competition here, but this is a PSA for all men right here. Because, uh, and even women in in certain respects here, but the, my kidney stones were the most painful thing. And I'm no bitch for pain. The pain, the kidney stones were the most painful thing that ever happened. So listen to this shit, right? I'm at work and I was moving a window, right? I was moving a window and I was putting it on the forklift. And I'm like, God damn, like I tweaked my back really good. Like really, like right by my, my lower back. I'm yeah. like, I've never had lower back pain before. I'm like, oh, wow, I really got that. Like this is what it feels like? This sucks, right? So I bend down and I'm doing the, the, the beauty queens, you know, the beauty queen stretch, right? Where you put your one leg over the other and yeah. you use your elbow to twist your body yeah. like that and everything. So I'm sitting there on the ground and I'm like, Oh man, this is freaking painful. So I get up, you know, I'm walking around and I sit in the back of the truck and I'm like, man, I just this doesn't feel right. Like this my back is really killing me. So uh I'm like uh I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, I gotta take a shit. Like I gotta go to the bathroom. That's what I felt, right? right? right. So I go in the bathroom sitting there, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. I'm like because that's always your first instinct when you're getting a weird pain. Right. It's like even when you get kicked. So in a sense, so I put like my pants can... off, right? Yes. I, I yes. Sat, I'm like, I got I to gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta, I, Devaney, where are you? Weigh I, in on I got I got to drop a hot one, right? I, I have to. Because yeah. like, that makes everything feel better. <laughs> get, so the po- get the poison out. I got to a point where I'm like, all right, I don't feel the pain anymore. I pull my pants up. You know, didn't have to go to the bathroom, obviously. Get up, wash my hands, walk out of the bathroom. And let me tell you, my entire body went flush. Yeah. Like, like I felt... Like, I was going to faint. And I literally p- 
ping-ponged off of the racks to get to my boss's office. And at that point, I mean, the pain was like literally Tyson was punching me in the kidney. And I'm like, oh, my God. And let me tell you, I know that, and please, you know, don't take this as, don't, do not do this illegally. Someone but when me. the ambulance showed up and stuffed me full of fentanyl, it was like, like, I felt like beauty queen at that point. Oh, God, I... <laughs> I remember it. So here's the funny they thing. They shot me with that shit, and I was like, yeah. hey. <laughs> I, I had this done about five oh years ago, God. four or five years ago. And I can tell you, I was in so much pain. Like As I'm sitting in the, <sighs> the hospital room, I'm looking for a scalpel to cut it out myself. Because at that point, I knew what it was. Like when I ended up in right. the ER twice afterwards, because when you eat bad stuff, it... Shifts everything up. If I could have had a scalpel, because the pain is like right here. Oh, really? I would have oh. fucking cut it out myself if I could. That's how much oh. pain I was in. And then my man Daryl came in. Uh, he was the anesthesiologist. Popped some morphine in my uh, IV. Oh. He was the best. <laughs> he was the best. All of a sudden, I remember, I'll never forget, so, Patriots were playing the Broncos that year. That's the year Goskowski missed the extra point early on, and yeah. it cost them the game at the end. But I didn't care because Daryl was a Denver Broncos fan. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, my man? I'm rooting for the Broncos. Like, as, and every time they wheeled me in for x-rays and back and ultrasounds, I'd pass him in another room. And I'm like, that's my man, Daryl. <laughs> so, that's my man. And I'm like, so, Daryl. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I finally went to the, the hospital. They were like, oh, yeah, you got a kidney stone. There's nothing you can do about it. I had no idea what a kidney stone felt like. I do now, yeah, right? It's bad. So, uh and this is a, a PSA for everybody who's listening or may future listen and watch this. Uh, drink water because that was my biggest downfalls. I don't drink water. My philosophy was always, eh, there's water in beer. Eh, there's water in coffee. Drink water. Drink plenty of water. Drink plenty of water. That actually cures most ailments. So Sleep and water. <laughs> so I get home and let me tell you, like literally after the morphine and the fentanyl wear off, like... I was in the bathroom literally crying. I had to go to the to the urologist the next day. See, he was a freaking uh, Asian guy, and he was fucking awesome. Like, he did a great job on me. And uh, so they bring me to – I have surgery, and the first time they do is they do the, my right side because it was both kidneys that were impacted, right? They're loaded. And one of the one was a 7-millimeter – kidney stone that was in the shape of an arrowhead like geronimo shot me in the back or whatever right so they had to go up inside me and play qzar and laser blast all these things up right they put a 12 inch piece of government plastic in my urethra yes Yes. hold on wait wait here's the best part so i hear taking it out is the worst part of the whole so i'm there and i'm with stephanie right and we go in there right and this is after they did surgery and everything and we go in there and uh we're sitting there in the urologist's office because that's where they were going to take it out, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, anesthesia, put me under. I have no idea what's going on. So in comes this little Asian nurse, right? And I kind of got a chuckle out of that one because... Uh... <laughs> but whatever the case, the chuckle didn't last very long because this dude comes in with an M16-looking pickle fork and crams it up my cram hole, if you know what I mean, and grabs it with his pickle fork and then rips it out with no anesthesia. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the suck. That was the most painful shit I've ever felt my entire life. And, yeah, that sucked. 
Next time I had to go to surgery for the other side, and they just uh, basically beat the shit out of me with ultrasounds and uh, cracked up the rest of them. But, yeah, drink water. PSA. Drink water, Masons. Drink water, listeners. Because, and when you're uh, in pain, don't take your pants off. It's it, not going to help. <laughs> it only may potentially be Stay away from the energy situation. drinks because that's pretty much what did it was the hydroxy cuts. Ah, uh, okay. The red meats. And the Monster Energies with no water. Yeah, I've also told... Because that was when I was on my... That's when I was on my weightlifting kick. Where I was working out and running another thing. Taking the ripped fuel. Yeah, yeah. No, no ripped fuel. Just working out. That sucked. I used to do the ripped fuel. Yeah. So, anyway. Let's get into Lodge uh, Brotherly... Brotherly rivalries. Brotherly rivalries. So, I just want to say that uh, we're all brothers. We're, we're, we're Between all, whom no contention shall yeah, exist. Yeah, there's no contention. But I will say that there are rivalries between lodges. Friendly rivalries. Friendly rivalries. Absolutely. And I am a firm believer in that um, competition is good as, it's, as long as it's kept within due bounds. And wh- what do I mean by that? As long as it doesn't become contentious, right? Right. Right, healthy um, competition usually leads to both parties improving themselves and, and right. raising the bar and raising the expectations. Perfect example would be uh, chili cook-off. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, all joking aside, though, that is a competition between you and Worship Brother John Gates, right? Yes. There was a competition. Yeah. It's a funny competition, like... But it was a competition because you you want to win because now next year you'll do better. I personally am a big fan, and I yeah. The wish- next time I won't leave the room so they could stuff the freaking ballot box. But anyway, I digress. I go ahead, go ahead. All I want to know is how do I I I leave the room five votes up? Everybody's voted. Everybody's voted. I'm five votes up. Three people enter and I'm two down. How does that happen? You're welcome. Everybody. How does that happen? You're welcome, everybody. How does that happen? I did it. I'm not great at math, but I'm five up. Three people enter, and I'm down by two. How does that happen? It's like a 2020 election, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, oh, hanging chat. I can show you a hanging chat. <laughs> I did it, everyone. I got it a crack. No, but uh, you know, other uh, just competitions that. Um, and I want to be clear. Like there are, there should be no contention, which means, like for instance, no, it's like, we, be we actually talked about it actually with uh, Worship Brother Mark Hark- uh, right Worship Brother Mark Hawkins. He is now the grand junior steward. Junior steward. Yes. I'm super proud of him. So I was his DD when he was master. Yes. So for me, I take that as a very proud dad moment. Like somebody got bumped up to the grand line that I used to be his DD. Like I talked to him on a regular basis. Like that's awesome to me. Yeah. Like I absolutely. I, th- I, I love it. I awesome love it. for him. Um, there are you a know, lot of brothers out there. Be, why wasn't it me? That's how can they, what I'm talking about. Don't start him? that shit. No, like, don't, be don't, happy. Be happy. Like you want your brothers, you want your other Mason brothers to do better. You want them to do good. Like you know, and like uh, and we're not talking about that. We're more talking about like you know, competition between lodges. Like um, and again, I'm uh, in all seriousness, like chili cook-offs where lodges yeah. up or against one another, or you know, any type of competitive thing, and. And I'll give a perfect example. So, being part of the the grand commandery of of the state of Connecticut, mm-hmm. I hate, and this is my opinion, solely my opinion. 
I hate that they say that the inspections that are done for commanderies are not a competition. When they do the inspection, they do, yeah, it, they on, they do it on the order of the temple. You get graded. They, they grade the uniforms of the knights. I sit there and contend and say, bullshit. You know what we I to- want it to be a competition because if another you want to be better than another commander. Yes. And what that does is it improves the commandery as a whole. So I want it to be a competition. And one of the ideas that I had for a grand commandery was that whatever commandery did best in its inspection, give them a battle streamer on their guide Give them something, yeah. On their Boceon. I've often wanted, like, I've envisioned, like, you know, the, the Pyramid Shriners, they get their pipe bands together and they go to these competitions. I'd love yeah. to see a ritual competition. Like, something like, yeah, middle chamber competition. Get inspection out there and do a middle competitions. Chamber. Well, and you know when. Why aren't we doing this? When an inspection becomes a competition, you know when? When you say, how'd I do? Hey, you did really well. It's second best degree work I've seen this year. At that moment, you're like, well, who was first? What did they do different? What do we have to do? That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Make it a competition. Competition improves the overall quality of everything. I mean, look at everything in the world. Everything is a competition between nations, between, uh, you know, employees, between between lodges. But healthy competition, and it it, it will make it better. If If you were to tell me, hey, uh. Joe, Brother Joe, there's going to be a middle chamber competition coming up in two months. We want you to enter on behalf of Morningstar. Yeah. Do you know how freaking serious I would take that? And how yes. Much and how much better your, your ritual would Absolutely. improve. Because you'd be on that shit nonstop. Right. Because not from a, not from, and I could hear Worship Brother Mark Smith in the back of my head going, yeah, but that's ego. That's ego talking. But it's not it's ego. Not ego. It's, it's, it's not. pride in your work. It's pride yes. in your craft. If you're telling me that the, the ancient stonemasons, as they're building these cathedrals and, and carving these things, they ready? wanted to have... Hold on. Hold on. Ready? Hey, bro. My stone looks better. Exactly. <laughs> you're putting on a display. You're, you're sharing your craft. You're sharing your yeah. skills. And yeah, there's a part of everybody... Right. That wants to be prideful of what they do and say, maybe not from a standpoint of <laughs> I'm better than so-and-so. Oh. I, we're not saying that. It's, hey, I, I'm the exemplar or right. my work is the standard now, to which others are going to raise that Yeah, bar. because now the next year when, using figuratively example, right. Morningstar Lodge in 3rd District it ends up getting like, first place right you bet your ass harmony and the continental and seneca and all these lodges are going to step it up and to beat us and here's where the difference is right. i mean not for nothing there's the the whole traveling gavel the, that's a competition traveling trowel we started that trial, yeah. Star. yeah that's started, a competition it's a competition but here's the difference if if i felt that i went out and did the best in this hypothetical competition mm-hmm. i went and i freaking nailed the middle chamber to the point where i'm like yeah, that was that was my best performance. Yep. And somebody from Harmony were to come in and top it, mm-hmm. I'd get up and shake their hand immediately and have right. the utmost respect for them. I wouldn't be down on them. I wouldn't be pissed off. Right. It's like, hey, you did a fantastic job. And they'd yeah. probably look at me and go, because we wanted to... To, to beat be, you. you inspired us to do better right. ritual and everybody wins in everybody that Every that's how it should wins. be like again the traveling trowel uh, that was put into uh, place by uh worship brother perry bartovic as well as uh, uh brother pat Sukas. 
uh, who, uh, God willing, will be our worshipful master here in Morningstar next year. But if I could help it. That was... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's a total joke. That's a total joke. I'm kidding. I no, love Brother Pat. But, but no, love your in all seriousness, though, like that was something that they did in the whole competition. And I, it is a competition. Is Any lodge that shows up to Morningstar with six or better brothers... Yeah. Gets the trowel. They get to take it back. They get to claim it and take it to their lodge. So what did that do? That's not only getting lodges to start interacting with each other, but on top of that, like, no, nah, we're getting that freaking trowel. Right. We're getting that. Yeah, we're getting little. that. We're getting that uh, trowel back. Right. And then. And they, now we have to go retrieve it with six brothers. And or what better. do you have to do in order to retrieve it? You have to take six brothers. You have to go there. You have to visit another lodge. Observe their ritual. Now here's the their, kicker of it. Though. Their work. Yeah. And usually you come back with ideas of, hey, I really like the way they did that. But now here's the kicker of it, though. Here's the kicker of it. Let's just say Harmony 42 takes that traveling trawl to their lodge. And Morningstar's like, we're going to show up with with seven brothers. We're going to show up with seven brothers. But Seneca shows up with 12. Guess who gets that travel? Seneca. Seneca takes that trowel. Right. So now we have to step it up even more. You right. know what I mean? And it's, what that does is it gets brothers interacting between lodges. It gets them engaged. It gets them engaged. And now it's a competition between lodges as to who's going to keep that freaking trowel. And to a certain extent, there's, and at least the brothers that I know in every district that I'm a part of, you know, as, just like any other fraternity. Right. Ball busting is a big part of it. Absolutely. So there's that piece of it where it's going to be, hey, I came and stole yeah. the travel from you. Come you know, get I mean, it. Everybody shits on us for breaking balls and being like how we are. But this is how Masonic Lodges are. That's how you develop bonds. And and I just want to get back to... I can just see Danny Sharkis walking out of Morningstar Lodge with John Cena's music in the background going... Yeah. I'd tackle him. I would just tackle him. RKO out of nowhere on him. No, but that's the fun right. part of it because it's like, ha, we up, we, we we up to one. You know what I mean? Right, and that and that gets back to like when I mention the uh, you know the, there's the expression of you know between whom contention mm-hmm. uh, no contention shall exist except there's a second part of that phrase right. except um oh Christ. Uh, Save that noble contention. Save that noble contention, or rather rather emulation emulation. of who can best work and best agree. So best work. Mm -hmm. So it's it's implying in there. Hey, if you want to have some kind of friendly contention or noble contention, yeah, it's who could do the work the best. Right. It's it's right there. I don't understand why more grand lodges don't do this. I am a love. I mean, not for nothing. uh, Whatever. I'm a competitive fuck. That's just who I am. I'm very competitive, but I'm competitive not because of you know like oh oh Joe's better than me. It's not that type of competitive. It's more of the I can do better. If Joe did good, I want to try to do better. And even if you fall short. You're Shut better than you were. Fuck. No, I didn't mean it like that. No, oh, I didn't. Oh, I even thought it was you, coming. I thought it was no, coming. No. I was waiting for it. I'm, I'm like, saying, here but we go. I'm out, five seven for the record. I'm not too sure. If you set out to do better work than me, which right. is, and you don't, and you you don't, you're not able to. No, you're still better than you were. So right. it's still a win win. And to go back just real quick, I want to mm-hmm, mention mm-hmm. most virtual past grandmaster Mel Johnson mm-hmm. and his phrase that was on his pin. Mudita. Mudita. It's taking joy in the success and happiness of others. Right. And mm-hmm. you have to be able 
to do that. If somebody does something that you're not able to do, right. rather than being angry and belly aching of, oh, I wish that were me or I wish I could do it, just be happy for that person. And and for the most part, 90% or more of the Masons that I come into contact with mm-hmm. are genuinely happy for anybody's success. Right. Mm-hmm. Regardless, if it's, hey, that's a guy from my district, great for him. Not... Why wasn't that me? How come I couldn't do? So How come if they me didn't and pick you, me? And if you, you and me, let's just say, use because we're the only examples we got in the freaking room. But if you and me were in a competition for something, whatever, name it, right? Yeah. And I beat you, right? And then eventually later you beat me. Oh my god, damn him! Like it, it, it's a, it, it, it brings me joy that you beat me, right? Or got above me, or did better than me, whatever the case may be. Because I would have to raise the bar and improve myself. Yeah, because it's that's, in order to do so. And that's what, how I look at things. Right. Like it's never a, a it's never a, a malicious. Well, well, it should have been mine. Because realistically, that's that's now that's your ego talking. Right now, that's your ego. That's where ego right. comes up. Well, that should have been mine. Well, I'm sorry, no. the world don't work that way. It's you if know, you improve yours. Go back to the the opening of every EA uh-huh. degree. Right. You know, what come you here to do? And I won't give the answer. The Masons will know the answer to uh-huh. what kind of, to do certain things. And improving yourself is, uh-huh. is part of that. And if you're a member of a lodge, you want every member of your lodge to improve themselves. Uh, and that's, if you have a rivalry yeah. with another lodge, you want them to improve that's themselves. That's how you improve. That improves the craft as a whole. The craft is bigger than any one lodge, any one brother. And as lodges get better and brothers get better and the uh-huh. bar gets raised... Right. The craft benefits. Yes. Period. I never understood why there's no competition. Like I, and one of the things I want to implement, if I ever, God willing, make it to the uh, to the level of uh, the Grand Commander of the Grand Commander of the State of Connecticut, and I think I'm like four or five possessions away. You're ahead of Messner, though, right? I am way okay. ahead. Messner's not even part of the Grand Commander. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, it, that's one of the things I want to implement. Is I'm going to change that, and I want to say, yeah, it's a competition. Because if you win, you get a battle streamer. You get to keep get on something. your boss yon. Even and, if you got a freaking handshake and said, congratulations, no, this year you, like, you put the best thing on. But. People, uh, com- let's, let's put it. knights take pride in their commandery. You got St. Elmo's commandery right. that they have the most knights show up. They have, you know, you got New Haven that's been the oldest. Or, no, excuse me, scratch that. Um, uh, what's the one in Hartford? Damn it. Hamilton Commandery? No, not Hamilton. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Know. It's a, it, it's, um, I think it's Washington one. I, whatever. Um, can't remember off the top of my head. Sorry. We're a couple deep. I apologize to uh, Commandery number one. <laughs> um, but, like, it, it's like, it's a competition. Right. It should be seen as a competition. And the reason being is because that and commandery will improve. If it's just, oh, did we pass? Oh, we passed? Oh, well, we, we only needed a 70 to pass? What okay, did we get? We got a, 70? a 72? Right. Oh, we're good. We're right. good. Right. But if it's... Listen, See, I'm the guy that gets to 92 and gets pissed off. Here's the battle streamer. If you get the highest score on your inspection, this gets to go on your Boceon. This gets to go on your commandery's... A battle flag, if you will. Right. Everyone's gonna be like, "I want that fucking battle streamer." <laughs> so, 
So now it's going to make you do that much better. Another thing, and I've said this before, is that commanderies need to make, they need to put their own spin on things. And now, one of the things I always wanted, and I, this was another idea I had, I wanted to do a statewide Knights Templar, Templar degree in ancient uniform of Templar. Yes. Why not? Because we do farm degrees, we do other, civil war degrees. There's other commanderies that are that that are not doing this. That absolutely, you're going to get knights from New York, uh, Maine, Rhode yes. Island, and uh, to see something different. Like to see that? to see something like that's incredible. To be sit right. there with the kettle helmets and full chainmail with the tunic and the swords, like the actual Templar swords. Although, if you're wearing, uh, will come to see that. If you're wearing the chainmail hood, I gotta hear a uh, big Papa Pump as your hookup, holla if you're doing <laughs> it, because I, I would I would have to do that. To all my freaks out there. But that's what. Uh oh. What happened? I touched the headphone. Oh, okay. That's what. That's what they would come for. Absolutely. Because it's it's something that another commandery has. So now you have competition between commanderies, and it makes it the whole better. Oh wow, Connecticut's doing that. Well, shit, we got to come up with something else. Exactly. That's exactly. what inspires people to come. The whole reason, and I'm using Templar as an example, there are Masons that join, excuse me, that join Masonry specifically to become Knights Templar because they're big time Templar fans. Like, you have to give them something. My right. headphones are going weird. My, uh, yeah. yeah, I lost the right, whatever. I, I did too. Okay, so it wasn't just me. I'm like, oh my God, am I stroking out? George is going to look like... Gimli? Gimli? I don't know. I think With he looks like his... Big Papa Pump. Holla! If you is that because I'm jacked? I don't even know is who Gimli is. Is that because I'm jacked? I have no idea who Gimli is. But you know who Big Papa Pump is. I do. Okay. But no, but it, like I've always... Think about... That's what years of steroids and D-ball will get you. <laughs> but think about something, an event like Grand Masters Day. Right. And in the morning... That was one of the ideas I had about the, the battle streamers, too. The commanderies show up. Whatever yeah. commanderies shows the most people, you get a Grandmaster's Day battle stream. But what if first thing in the morning, you go into the, one of the lodge rooms up at Masonicare... After you take your morning shit and coffee. Well, yeah. Continue. And you make sure you take, do that before you shower, because if you take... Or show up, because there's you, no bathrooms at Grandmaster. If you take a dump after you shower, you might as well just scrap the whole freaking day. It makes no sense. <laughs> but... Ahead. Imagine, like, in the morning, with just right. a certain panel available, uh-huh. we, there was a ritual competition. And it's, only, it's not open to the public. It's only open to the panel. Or, right. Like, think of it like a freaking American Idol right. of ritual work. Lord of the Rings. And Never at seen some it, point, um, At Lord. some point, you gotta, somebody is the best ritualist that day or performs the best. Mm-hmm. Imagine how many people would show up not only to support that, Right, but you know, maybe he gets a a spot in the front of the parade, or gets right. to walk with the Grand Master during the right. parade because this yeah. person. And again, these are accolades, and I know we're going to get some backlash. Of, that's what that's not what masonry about. It's not about individual blah 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 blah. But it's about who can best work and best degree and set an example for others and push others to improve themselves because that's what masonry does. We take good men, make them better, and by... How do you make them better without having a competition? By pushing... Right. Push them. pushing, and there's different ways to push them, but competition... This is Mason of the Year because he did X, Y, and Z. He He gets the perfect actor award. Yes! But I'm saying, besides that, though, you have a Mason who's got the best ritual... 
best attendance, best this, best that. You have, we have you pick him as Mason of the Year, and you put him at the front of the parade with the Grandmaster. And let me tell you, you're going to do one of two things. One, you're going to have everybody be like, I want to be that dude. I want to, to, to be him. So I'm going to do my best that next year I'm going to be that guy up there. And two, you give, I don't care who you are. You put your ego aside, but people want to feel appreciated. Yes. That is the best way to do it is to stick them center stage and make them feel appreciated next to the grandmaster. Yes, absolutely. Flip side of that. I also want to say, and I'm going to go back to commandery, and I keep harping on commandery because me, I look at commandery, it's supposed to be a militaristic order, mm-hmm. right, of uh, emulating the ancient Templars. Not related, but emulating the ancient Templars. One of the things I used to do in high school was part of the junior ROTC, and we used to have drill competitions. We would have drill competitions right. where other junior ROTCs from all over the place, uh, New York, and and screw you, Josh McRae. What do you Go say? Ahead. Nothing. Best attendance, best ritual, best chili. <laughs> You already lost. But um, only because it was fixed. <laughs> one of the things we did in high school was the junior ROTC. All right. We would show up. They had they had drill teams. They had yes. trick drill teams. And they had individual knockout, which is where you would drill on your, your military movements. I get it that not all of the older guys are going to be able to, uh, to be participate in this. However... That's a good thing because the problem we have is we have an aging commandery that we want new young guys in. That's how you bring them in. So for grand commanders out there, I'm putting this out there for you to listen to. That is how you get new guys to join grand commandery. If you're a Knight Templar, let your grand commander listen to this. That's how you get young guys engaged. You put them in. You put them in a drill competition, and you have them show up to this regional, uh, nationwide, whatever you want to call it, drill competition, and you give them medals for whoever has the best drill. And I promise you, and I'll be honest, even though I'm 39 years old and been out of fucking high school for, I don't even know how many fucking years, what, 30? 39, right? Uh, no, no, I'm coming 20, up on my 30th in, 20 uh, reunion this 39, month, I'd be so. dead. That was stupid. Yeah, All right, you're, you're like 20. You're like closer to 20 19, years 20. out of high school. I still have those medals. I still have them from high school because I was very proud of them that I actually got sixth place in regional n- drill knockout. These are the things that you need to do to bring young Masons to the commandery and to masonry. Right. Competition. So here's here's a setup for you. Here is think about it this Best way. Best green beans. So I'm fucking I'm down with it. Dan, Dan so we all have Jolly Green Giant, um, <laughs> and, and your Sprout, the little guy that goes. I know what you meant. Uh, but think of it this. Okay, so every lodge in Connecticut. Let's just let's say Connecticut uh, Blue Lodge right now. Mm-hmm. Every lodge goes through an inspection. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. the district deputy is present for each of those inspections. <laughs> Correct. The district deputy. Mm-hmm. Would then nominate because you can't have a hundred and forty something lodges in this competition, right? So the district deputy from each district mm-hmm. gets to nominate 
mm-hmm. one lodge from his district that he's witnessed on their ins- mm-hmm. on their inspection that does the best right. degree. And then you have, and you know, you have district, you know, three A, three B. Right, right, right. So then there's some kind of head to head thing between there. You end up with one team from each district that kind of goes off on Grandmasters Day and. You pick somebody like just just think about about that, and I think that would be a tremendous competition. You, you really just, rally people. You want to get people to show up for rehearsal for degrees. Right, it's one freaking way to do it. Yeah, I mean, and they'll get really good at it, maybe, so they can just do a degree on the. On maybe the spot. you don't make it statewide. Maybe you keep it. Re- maybe you keep it. Maybe you do it within your own district. Scott Madison, uh, not just in public speaking, but as a chapter team, we were able to travel. Oh, excuse me, we were able to travel. A bunch of California Bay Area guys that got to go to Medford, Oregon, uh, Dallas, Texas, and Kansas City, Missouri to compete for some it was. And the first Scott- time that they got out of state. Yes. Yes. And that's what we need to do. So Scott had mentioned in a prior comment, and I asked him to expand on it so we could talk about it. So senior D-Malay and MM ritual competition as a D-Malay made such a difference in yes. his life. Because it's it's giving you again. It's not about being better than other people. So no. anybody that's like, oh, you, it's, it's ego. You want to be better than other people. No, it's about setting the bar higher for everybody else and give them something to attain. Right. As a not only a matter of pride, mm-hmm. but it improves the craft. Nobody's going to come down on you, and nobody needs to know who the worst ritual was or the people that fell short. Because we're all going to try. We're all going to do the best we can, and. Some See, places are different. Like Ashler Aspatuck, back when you were our district deputy, right. was known for putting on the best degree. You guys work put in a. The I district. mean, holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. And I mean, I was blown away when you guys did your. And I'm not, I'm not just tooting your no, fucking because we're good was, buddies and everything. No, like, we were known for that. I sat there and, and I'm like, all right. So, first off, I seen a lodge before, which I won't disclaim. That, I mean, literally was like, uh, I mean, it was a. We'll leave it at that. It was bad. <laughs> and then I come into Ashlar Aspect. I'm like, all right, I'm expecting to be a little bit better. I mean, and Mark, worship brother Mark Smith, man, let me tell you, he was clicking his heels and, and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it that's was like he's a Marine too and he yeah. didn't like that. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, the ritual work was, I mean, spot on word for word. Even something. You had, uh, what the hell was his name? He did the whole rest the Bible away from the... Oh, Dennis Corsellini. Worship your brother, Dennis Corsellini. I was... I, I was bring him in just for that. And then... And the irreligious liberty! And then, you sons of bitches, hit me with the second lecture, and I'm like, oh, I've never even heard this before. Yeah, right. I'm like, wow. Because everybody wanted to say, wanted to put their own stamp on, because it was something, and this is a great point that you're bringing up. So, right worship brother, Ray Collette, right worship brother, uh, Rob Kerwin, uh-huh. Love them both. Hate them both at the same time, but I love them more. Uh-huh. They set the bar really high on ritual work. Really, really high. Yeah. So they taught us the proper way coming through. And then as we were coming through, there was always something of, hey, I want to add this little thing. Yep. I want to... It's, it's not... It's not... Um, what's the the landmark? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a specific word that's keeping my mind right now where we can't like just add stuff to ritual or take right, 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 right. Yep, yep. Um, but we can enhance it. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. And Make everybody wanted to do something different. Like in Ashler Aspatuck, I did the middle chamber. I was the first person to do the full middle chamber in a couple right. of years. 
then the people behind me are like, ooh, I want to do that, but I want to add this spin on it. Right. You know, uh, Mark Smith did a great job, did it uh-huh. word perfect, walked it through, had his own, like, very stern lecturing kind of approach. Right, right. We had another brother, uh, worshipful brother, Scott Shalinsky, uh-huh. who worked for Disney from a number, for a number of years, was very theatrical. He turned it into, like, this big production. Worshipful brother Mark Zuccarello, who was a guest on the show not long ago, wanted to be like, hey, it's just me and you walking down the street talking. Yeah. That was his approach. Mm. And there were different ways to do it. Oh, yeah. And everybody added something where it was like, wow. Yeah. I, I like that. All right? And you know what I've added here in, in Morningstar with the lantern and, and guiding through the middle chamber. Like everybody has a different idea to, to raise the bar and add more. And you know who benefits the most? The people going through the degree. The candidate. The Absolutely. candidate or the brother going through is like mind blown. And it just makes us better. Josh McCray, would you be would you make it a head to head bracket style competition or more of a pool style where each group is scored individually and wins with total points? I'm thinking um, more of pool style, almost like a cheer competition or something. the problem though. Every district deputy is gonna want his 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 uh district to win right so that's going to be more difficult um i personally think uh that it should be more of a district based uh we'll let the district deputies pick who the best is of their and they get to be you know the the, the lodge of the district or whatever like whatever that is yeah. but to make it more of a head-to-head or a pool type thing where you gain points Eh, I mean, the only way you could do that on a Grand Commander, or excuse me, I keep saying Grand Commander, Grand Lodge, or even Grand Commander scale is if you literally had Grand Commandery at every single inspection, or yeah. Grand Lodge at every single inspection, inspecting the work. And that, for Grand Lodge officers, becomes extremely daunting. Um, so I would keep it as a district base. Each district picks the best. You know, this, each district deputy picks the best. And I just want to just say, if uh, if if I can go back in time and there, this competition was uh, Ashler Aspatuck, hands down would have won that. At that because at that let point me tell in time, you, absolutely. I remember the Grand Master at the time when I sent in my inspection report, and he goes, uh, and I don't even know if you got it because I think it was. No, I don't think we did. Farmer was before you. Anthony Farmer. Yes. Where's your worship master? Two me, yeah. well, uh, he was the one I did. Technically, the, be, it ended up being one before yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I remember. I don't know if I sent it to him. I may have. I may have not because the district deputies usually send their their final remarks back to the lodge to for improvement or whatever the case. But I remember the grand master at the time sat down. and He's like, "Dude, you scored him off the charts." He's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." Without a doubt. Oh, God. Without yeah. a doubt. They didn't miss a single word. They didn't miss a single beat. They had everything ready for me. It was the best inspection, hands down, I've ever had to do. And, and I, it was, I was mind blown. And I, I won't often give them a lot of credit, but like I said, Right Worship Brother right. Ray and Right Worship Brother Rob, that was all them pushing us. Um, I can remember uh, Right Worship Brother Rob Kerman when I was senior deacon. Mm. And caught in a death triangle between him as as master and mm. Ray Worship Brother Ray Collette and the treasures yep. thing. Think of Donnie, like those uh, incidents that oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. two of them, and I was caught in the middle. But like I'll never forget, like he was a cheerleader. They wanted you to do well until you right. actually did it, and they would throw some barbs at you just to make sure you didn't think they were you were better than them. Right. But it's all f- fun part of the competition. But like the way he explained it to me, he's like, <laughs> no, you have command of the floor. 
this is how you need to this is how you need to walk around this is how you need to you are my you are the master of the floor you through me you have the power to do this and this and it was right. very empowering mm. and it gives you the confidence and it just changes the way you do the whole ritual right. work and ray who is our senior deacon emeritus at uh, ashler aspetuck because he knows the ritual so well mm. like he pushed you and, and there were right. some times where i'm like god he's being such a prick mm-hmm. but you real like that tough teacher you had in yeah. school mm-hmm. you realize after the fact right now he just wanted me to be better he wasn't being a prick. He just wanted me to be better. Right. So uh, we got, but uh, what time we got? We got like four minutes left. So yeah. uh, Scott Madison says, our stated meeting is on Monday. We meet to practice every Monday, at least an hour. And after we go have a beer together as a lodge, we know each other as brothers and friends. Um, he also said for ritual competition, Demolay has a pretty good model. Um and uh, best individual parts, but also team scores. Yeah, so almost so, like a battle of the bands type thing. You have a right. best overall. You go out there, you play your set. You have the best overall band, but right. you might have best drummer, best guitarist, best lead singer, like that type of this, thing. This, and I just want to just say, this type of competition is going to make Masons want to show up to that freaking rehearsal. Because the problem is, is that we have people, we, we say, oh, we're going to do a rehearsal. Nobody, Nobody comes, shows, Nobody shows up. up. But, if you put a banner, battle streamer, um, some incentive, some any incentive, type of incentive behind it to make them do better, I bet you you're going to see more Masons showing up at your rehearsals and or showing up uh, when a degree is on for the inspection. So, uh, love it. Yeah, no, and I, I think it's good. I, I think it's good. You know, again, it, it, if for somebody who says it's not Masonic to compete and blah, blah, blah. Here's the other thing. Let me just Save address that, that. most noble contention of best work and best degree. Let me it's just, right let me just elaborate on that, though. Here's the thing. You, whatever the, you want to say, yeah, Masons oh, shouldn't have ego and all. Yeah, okay. But we're still a fraternity of men. And men, I don't care, have... I don't care who you are. You have a sense of an ego. There is nowhere in the Masonic ritual where it says to deny your ego. It simply says to deny your passions. Subdue them. Subdue your passions. Not even deny them. Subdue them. Subdue Keep them, them. Keep them It says nothing about ego. So what is right. the problem with Masons having an ego saying, yeah, we kicked your ass? That might cross the line. No, but I'm talking but about like, like in a friendly competition wise. Right. We beat you. Yeah. We're the shit. Our lodge right. is awesome. Right. We but do you're, not, you're we not do gonna it. go take uh, the one of the three great lights and spike it in front of them and say, <laughs> yeah. "No." But th- think right. about it though. After after you know we go to like uh you know, I'll give you a perfect example. We have Blue Lodge Council here in the third district, right? And Morningstar shows up at three, but you always get like Shepherd Salem's like. Because they do like a, a numerical call of how many people from each lodge is there, right? And it's always like Morningstar Lodge, three. Uh, King Solomon's Lodge, five. Shepherd Salem, eight. You're like, fuckers, they got more people than right. we do. It's a competition. We're men. That's what we are. You can't deny our animal instinct, in a sense. Right. right. And you, you can't deny it. You are to keep it in check and subdue it. Yes, keep it in but check and subdue it. Don't be a douche about it, but healthy. enjoy the it's competition. Ultimately, competition in any industry, in any any walk of life, competition makes you better. Yes, even if your chili sucks, it's still a competition. Got him. You ready to shut it down? <laughs> I'm shut you down.
Anyway. But, but all kidding aside, look how much material we got out of that chili competition. Yes, we did. We've had years of material, and it never gets old. Right. So, but it's 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 like right. I still think he cheated, but it's, <laughs> it's friendly. And it's like I know I won. It's okay. Like, but it's going to be a story that'll link he and I forever. Twenty years from now, we're sitting right. on a in a retirement home somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember that time you cheated at the chili cook-off? What do you mean I cheat? I didn't cheat. Right. I walked out. I was up five. I came back. Three people entered. I'm down two. And it's like it becomes like an old codger. I'm next thing you know, I'm throwing my teeth at him. Right. Because I'm pissed off. Uh that uh, looks like a spam risk. Yeah, Hempel, Texas. I don't Hempel, know anybody Texas. in Hempel. I didn't even know there was a Hempel, Texas. Yeah, I get one from, uh, what the hell was the other one I had the other day? Your sister's ass? Milford. Oh. <laughs> it was like, uh, it was either Milford or something, uh, New York. I'm like, I don't know anybody here. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Anywho. Uh, tonight was fun. Tonight was fun. We promised fun. Yep. I got to pee, so we're going to go. I got to pee. I got to pee. Um. But uh, we're going to shut this down. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I hope. Oh, Christ. You scared you. the crap out of me. Come you say hi before you go bye-bye. Son of a mother. And all my listeners think that you're actually dead. So, I mean. I am dead. How are you? <laughs> Don't hug me. I got to pee. I'll piss all over you. I swear to God. I swear if anybody <laughs> puts me in the boards, I'm going to piss all I over you. I swear to God. <laughs> Rafferty in the house. Anyway. How are you, Raff? We're just about to sign off. Yeah, we're going to sign off. Hang around. Downstairs? What's that? Sue's working downstairs. Oh. Jimmy's. Well, come say hi for Oh, quick. come say hi. All right. Hi, everyone. For the Freemasons podcast, we're signing off. Rafferty is back. Yes, Sue's back. I'm back again. <laughs> Baldy's back. Oh, sorry. Tell some man. I love it. <laughs> anyway. For the Freemasons Podcast, I'm Right Worship Brother George Margaret signing off. Worship Brother Joe signing off. Brother Raph signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Hit that end button, Joe. I got a beat. What am I doing? End. Down here or up here? No, oh, no, no. Go over here to OBS. Oh. You want me to hit end? No, nope. end OBS right here. Stop streaming. Stop. <laughs>